There's people out there that are yellers, screamers. I know that. I don't scream and yell. This is my weak moment where I did do that. And I, I regret it. And I wish I didn't. Can you um, reenact this for me? I was screaming like, I need help. Can you reenact this right now? No. I was happy like that. I was like, like, yes, that? I was screaming. I was angry and sad at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a good moment for me. And I realized it wasn't winning anyone over either. There was no one like, oh, there's a man that seems to be a leader. <laughs> Always ask why. Why is this the way it is? The whole goal is to rise the industry, to grow it. Yeah, don't worry about giving us credit, guys. We're not here for that. If it grows the industry, that's what makes me happy. When you first said it, I was going to hang up. (laughs) It's not a race you want to win. Yeah, you're going to lose because it'll be too cheap. You'll be working for like McDonald's money. Otto, Mitter, Andre, show from Alibana. Thank you so much, guys, for having me on board. Okay, we'll take 20. I I can't do math. I'm a beauty professional. Yeah, panning. I do teeth whitening. I'm like, okay, there's some point where you got to draw a line. My biggest concern is longevity and making sure that you've got the best possible mechanical fit. If you're looking for a lash podcast that will challenge how you do lashes, build you up, and help you create a business that not only thrives, but allows you to live a life you're proud of, you've come to the right place. This is LashCast, your friend in the lash industry. Coming to you from the City of Roses, this is the broadcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. Hello, 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 my smart cookies. Hey guys, it's Paul Tuss here in the LashCast Studios, finally with the episode we've wanted to do for a long time. A long time. And that is a review of LashCon 2023. No, no. 22. No, 22. <laughs> Are you like in a time war? Are I just like... went ahead in 2024. I, I'm aging myself. Yeah. Wow, no, that was futurist. my future. I, yeah, yes. I, I, I'm coming back from the from future the, to tell future. you about how amazing 2023 was. No, we're going to tell you about 2022. And it's been a couple months since LashCon. Mm-hmm. And we thought it's about time to unpack it. We did a big sale in December. And that went really well. We're very excited. And now tickets are being held hostage until we release them, most likely late March. Every time you say release, I always think release the Kraken. Yes, I think we brought this up before. I know, but just so you know, it's like release, release the kraken. You know what? We need to have a sound. Yes, releasing okay. the kraken. Yeah, whatever okay, that Diego. is. Yeah, Diego, put the, some release rah, the kraken sound. Yeah. All right, so we will be releasing tickets in March. So until then, we thought for those of you who didn't buy tickets or on the bubble or think about this coming year, we thought we'd share a little bit of things we loved, things we didn't love, things we learned, and also just give you. I went through. The hundreds of emails, not emails, I guess feedback responses. We had like 400 people give us feedback out of a thousand. Mm. I mean, it's amazing. And by the way, just as a plug for ourselves, overwhelmingly positive, like overwhelmingly positive. I only have one email that Did was like one? really disturbing or stinger. sad to me that hurt. So there are other ones that were like, well, I liked it, but this was great or this was a problem. So they knocked it down. But by far, People gave us really raving reviews, which was very encouraging because we worked our butts off. And, you know, you never know. I mean, and to get 400 some people, it was by far our highest amount of percentage of feedback we've ever gotten. Like like 40% of the people get us feedback. That's it, usually it's more like 15, 20%. So mm-hmm. I actually think that also was a proof that people loved it so much that they want to write about it. Because the opposite is also true, right? When someone has a horrible experience, oh, yeah. Uh, they want to let you know. For sure. Yeah. And we didn't thankfully have much of that. We really, overall, most people had um, just 
great things to say, except for like I said, that one really bad email, I'd say. And then there was really just, yeah, it was great. I can't, it's hard to believe. I keep waiting for the floor to drop out. Like, oh, there was a secret society who was against us, but it didn't, that didn't show up. Well, <laughs> it's a good thing. I guess I always, I, I kind of, these, well, I always you hope prepare for, the best for the best and prepare for the worst. You prepare for the best <laughs> and hope for the worst. <laughs> Okay, good. Why not? Like you hope for the best. Yeah. And prepare, for, uh, prepare for the worst. Oh, my gosh. Whatever. It's still, yeah, just don't listen to us right now. We don't know what we're saying. Anyhow, that said, um, let's real quickly, let's do some announcements. It's time for announcements. What do we have in the books? Well, as we're recording this, I don't have anything. Really? So look in the show notes. Probably at this point, we will have our classes up. Hmm. That's the goal. That will be the goal. By the time this plays, we will have classes up. And I think this is right after we're actually might be actually coming out right when we're in London. So that's pretty exciting. So if you're in London and you're listening to this, come and say hi. Just listen to the episode. Yeah. Okay. Tessa's really excited to go see the queen. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. The king. Never mind. It's been like our whole life. The queens are around for like ever. Since I've been a baby, she was old. And it's just amazing. It's sad because now we're going and you, you can't see her. But you can go see Prince King Charles. Well, you or don't King actually Chuck. go to see the there, Oh, you can't? There's not like a, it's not like a wedding line where you just show up and she just shakes her hand. He. Or he now. Yeah. No, no. I just want to go to the Tower of London. Yeah, I know. All right. Well, I, we'll hopefully we'll see you there. If this comes up for some reason before that time. The discount code will be in the show notes, and you can buy your tickets to see us at the Lash Conference, which would be cool to see. Oh, not Lash, London Lash Conference. So yes, that would be London cool. London Lash. And then we have other things coming up. We're going to be at the Lash Boss Radio in April, which we're very excited about. And we have some other goodies. I don't think we'll be announcing until probably late April, May, early February. So watch out for those. Those are coming too soon. And yeah, so that's it for announcements. So let's get in. Oh, one last thing, which I said this, but I just want to say again. Late March is our goal for LashCon tickets. So if you've been holding out after this episode, just mark your calendar. Start looking around mid-March to late March. Or better, join our email list, which is also a link in the bio or our show notes. Join our email list, and you will be updated whenever anything happens so you won't miss out. Because last year when we put our tickets on sale, VIP disappeared in one day. Okay, so if you're on the VIP list, or I mean if you're on the insider if you're on Lash the Cast Facebook Insider, list. Yeah. Cast Insider is our email list, our society who gets all the information before anyone else. You will know when tickets go up. You will know all the details so you get the first dibs. It's like a secret society. It is a secret society. Secret society. Yeah, Illuminati. Secret society do exist. Yes, they do. <laughs> 90s song. Back when Tusk liked alternative music. <laughs> <laughs> and then you listen to songs for so long, you get tired of them. I, I don't, don't know. I don't. It's like when you cook something all day, like when you cook a turkey. Yeah. It's like by the time you're going to eat it, it almost makes you sick. Like because the I smell. I don't know. You I, know what I'm saying? It's I, like, I can listen to Depeche Mode any day. Aren't you like tired of like, no. listening to 40 years of Depeche Mode? I mean, I listen, I mix it up. I have a pretty broad palette of music, as you know. You so do. I listen to a lot of variety, more on the electronic side, but I listen to I know, but there comes things. a limit when you're just like, I'm ready for something new. Uh, yeah, well, I like new and old, kind of like me, because I'm new and old. I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Let's talk about LashCon and, and everything. Overall, I think, like I said earlier, it was an amazing success. Our sponsors were extremely happy. Um, our attendees were very happy. 
the volunteers, everyone got rid of a happy. Actually, the one bad email to say was from a volunteer. Was from a volunteer. And, and unfortunately, that person's name is not on it, so I don't even know who to go talk to. I wish, if you're listening, by well, the way. The reason why the names aren't on it is so you can truly feel free. Well, that's not true. Oh. Some, I sent out the, the what do you call the response Two ways. I sent an email out there everyone. So that would, if you use that email, you would give us a direct. I also put a link, I believe, on Insta or Instagram, so you could just generically come in and give feedback. Those off the Instagram were no names were associated, but if you did through the email, you would respond with your email. So most people, I'd say eighty percent people did the email, so I know who they are, and your numbers have been taken down and been banned from Lashcon. No, I, it was just never. It was helpful. It was just helpful. And by the way, we take it very personally in the sense that we take it seriously when someone's not happy. We really aim and strive in all that we do, much like our salon. That's how we run Lashcon. It, it, we take it extremely seriously, and it's not something we take lightly when someone says a complaint. By the way, if someone one person complains, I assume at least ten other people had that same issue. At least. Actually, as the last con gets bigger, maybe 50 had the same issue because the event has gotten so big. It, it was different when we only had 270 people, but we were basically 1,000 people. So that's five times the size. So whatever it is, I multiply it. I just take it very seriously. So even if you're one voice, I go, well, I doubt just one person felt this way. I bet you a bunch. But that said, if you were that volunteer who had that horrible experience and you didn't feel like it was worth your time and you, and you, you were very disappointed, reach out to me. I love to talk to you. This is my big cry out or send out to that one person. Hopefully it's, it's a plea. Listen. It's yeah, to it's a, say, you know what? I want yeah. to hear your heart. And we I won't be mad heart. at you. We'll actually yeah. welcome your opinions because it's very important that we listen and learn through these things. We live what we preach. We always talk about taking criticism and growing from and taking the lesson you need to learn. This is what we do. So anyhow, that said, thankfully, there's only one severely bad email or response. Otherwise, the other ones were very severely bad. It was it was severely brutal, brutal, because I think a lot of misunderstandings, there were a lot of misunderstandings, yeah. possibly. Maybe I'm wrong, but I just think there were some and misperceptions on things that I, I they said I claimed I said. And I was like, that's not doesn't make sense. So anyhow, that said, let's get into first some fun stuff. What's our favorite? What was your favorite moments, Tuss? I have many. Yeah, you have a bunch. Yeah, yes. there's too many to count, but we'll just do a handful because I want to go for two hours. Okay, actually, <laughs> this is one I didn't tell you. I was oh, you say, saved one. Yes, I saved yeah. one. And I don't know. Okay, so one of my favorite moments is when you put the names of people on the, you know, and they come out. Well, when they come out on the stage. Oh yeah, the speaker hype music that we yes, had. the hype music. Yeah. And for us, you chose my favorite openings to our favorite. I'm to not going to say show. this right. It's just because sound it was like JoJo. We I use know. JoJo music. Yeah. Okay. So. Are we, we as a family, we watched JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yes, and we watched season four, which is my absolute favorite season. It's just wacky, and we it's did bizarre. it with the kids. It's it bizarre. Say. <laughs> and every time that trailer or the opening came on, all of us were actually just me and Fee. We'd get up and we'd dance, and yes. we'd, like total nerds, like yes. dance, like with all the the characters. And it's such an offbeat, off the wall kind of thing. But I love it because it's so colorful. And you put that on there, and I knew it really wouldn't make that much sense. Probably no other than I think because we asked people who knows what show this or what season I think we asked what season it was. No, two people knew who a show was, and yeah, but nobody knew. I think, yeah, right. I think we said what season, what show is this, and only one or two people raised their hands. And then we said what season was, and one person even knew that. I know that was amazing, but anyway, so it's it's a wacky kind of song, it's just it's in in Japanese, it makes me feel good, and yeah. It just like child, like exuberant, yes. and uh, it's silly. So there's actually this one picture of us coming out on stage, and it's actually one of my most favorite pictures. 
of all time. Oh, really? I feel like my face is like a little kid. I don't think I've seen that picture. Yeah, it's the one where my hands are in like the victory pose and I'm like almost running and there's just so much joy on my <laughs> face. It's like kind of an ugly face picture, but I'm okay. so happy. So anyway, that's, oh, that's one of my cool. favorite moments. That's a nice so, moment. Yeah. No, that was. I mean, last year we had our opening and it was a total train wreck, right? Everything went wrong. <laughs> and so when we came out, it was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm responsible for that. And that mess. That mess that you just watched and had to endure. And, it, and I mean, people were so kind. They were like, no, it was okay. I, I got the point. No, but no, it, no. It was, it was horrible. Every time I think of that, I cringe inside. Like, I'm going about my day. I'm like so happy that every time I remember that, I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, because I, the worst part about it was like we we planned on making it look like there was a, a technical mistake with yeah. the AV. So we put this mistake in it, but it actually just prolonged the pain. And because- it became a real mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so we were so full of ourselves. We thought we would never have any technical issues. So let's put a fake one in the system. And then when that fake one became a real one, oh, and we then didn't the know dancers were on stage and there wasn't music and it was looping and it was like, Oh, oh no, it was just a disaster. But I will say my favorite moment from that lash con was immediately like when the adrenaline came down, we actually honored Luis. Yeah. Who's the prestige guy, the sound guy. We just our said, AV, our AV guy. AV, yeah. And we're just like, you know, don't look at He's him. My ride or die. That guy's awesome. It don't look at him. We all make errors. It's just, and it wasn't his it, fault. It wasn't even and his we fault. said, look, I failed because I didn't first do a test the day before. I should have insisted we do a test. Secondly, I also didn't I just do all my homework and I and I was so tired and so overworked and did, I just was cutting corners and we didn't fully do vet things out and now I lesson learned from last year is we this year ran the whole program that morning of so we literally walked everyone through it everyone did their positions every slide every lap it was great it was like it was you know it took more time but we found mistakes again in the program I'll just say uh, that is my my favorite moments was the opening. It was on Sunday morning. It went as well as I could hope for, other than one small, I think, thing. It was special. We had amazing things with Lash Sponge being shown, Candy with her opening rap number that we did, um, that her and me wrote together. We also had um, an opening video sequence with lights, and, and it was really, really fun and I thought hopefully empowering. And then we had a uh, spe- bunch of people come on and do encouraging videos. People that attended in the past shared their story, a little, not their story, but how, you know, encouragement to the attendees this year. It was just so much fun. And then Allie's entrance with the aliens, which I will, I don't know if we'll be able to top that. I mean, that, that was, was the coolest, most fun. The only thing that didn't work is we had smoke or we had a fog machine supposed to be creating tons of fog and we waited too long to start it. Yeah. And it didn't quite fill up the stage as I had hoped with all this goofy smokeness, I guess you could call. And I wish that we had had a little bit more time for Candy yeah, to revel in her amazing performance. Yeah, after she was rap. done, we had about a three, four second gap between that and the and alien And it immediately music. went into a ma- yeah. alien And this wing. is where Woo-hoo. our AV team missed the cue. I said, wait, if the audience is into it, pause there and let them enjoy the moment, which they did. Candy had a bunch of people standing, applauding. It was just a very high moment. And then we went straight into alien music. So I just want to say a shout out to Candy. Just, yes. girl, thank you for being so gracious. I mean, I really wish that we had carved out a little bit more time for you to like yeah. bask in the glory. What are some other things that you were happy? Let's get through the favorites. And then I want to get into really some of the things that we learned too 
because I know there's a lot of things that we learned about LashCon. This is going to be a long episode, guys, so hang in there. Lots of information. A lot of cool stuff, too, because you're going to learn some of the big changes we're going to be making for next year. All right. I loved Lash Sponge. Yeah. I loved Lash Sponge. I thought Lash Sponge was so cute. Yes. I thought it was so much fun. How many times we were laughing, just laughing, laughing, laughing about thinking about Lash, Con, oh, that, uh, that, Lash Sponge. Yeah, that for months or a half a year, I think it was, of us planning, laughing. Yes, and then our daughter um, bravely was it was Lash Sponge. But poor thing. I mean, that thing is heavy. We didn't she realize. She got bruises from she it. Had, like, bruises on her sternum. Yeah. And she's like out of breath and all hot. And then her feelings got hurt because we said that Grant was a better Her boyfriend was better because he, he's a bigger guy. <laughs> He can walk around more and jump, jump and do fun things. I know, I know, I know. But he's also like 6'6", so he's terribly intimidating as a slash sponge. No, but he's like bouncing yeah. and like, you know, all Fee's over the place. Five is 5'5", five, five, so she, she was tiny. Tiny and, we, so. and cuter, as she said. I was a cuter last yes, sponge she than was, she was. she was. She did great. Uh, let's see, what for me? Something... Oh, I also... This for me actually is my favorite. I many times had almost like pinch myself. So many people came up and wanted to talk to us and take pictures with us oh and share their stories with us. Like, you have given me you know, purpose. You have helped me overcome my fears or I, I was quitting lashes. or I mean, I felt like it was well over 100 plus people. That was actually the it best part. It was overwhelming emotionally for me. I almost cried many times when people were taking pictures and after they shared a story and then they said, can I take a picture with you or Tuss or you? And it's unbelievable. No, no, that's like know. the best part. Like, you want to take a picture with me? It's I know. Like- why? Why? I'm like the ugliest <laughs> dude in the room. I'm so excited. You know, I, I understand why with you, Tuss, but not I mean, me. I'm just, you know, I just like grandpa. Here comes grandpa. I'll take a picture with grandpa. And it was just really exciting to see these people's lives touched and moved and changed. Mostly listen to our podcast, but some from LashCon and some from the community that we've built. They just feel like they belong now. Like they have a home. They have a You group. do belong. And you do. And so this is your we, tribe, we do our best to DM, connect, to connect and really engage with everyone who's part of our LashCon family or LashCast family. So that I had to keep reminding myself, this is special. Don't take it for granted. I never, ever want to just assume, oh, yeah, we made it a big deal. We're doing this. No, no, no. We're just like you. We're in the trenches. We're fighting. We're working our butts off trying to, to make a difference in the world and make this world a better place. And you coming up and sharing that with us. It's just a, is, a sweetest validation. Yeah, it, it really you're, you're sharing your heart with us, and that, that is the most – Humbling thing. So what else for you? Mm. Maybe the balloon animal? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. balloon animals are my absolute favorite. I love, love, I'm almost going to say this. We may forever have balloon animals at every lash con. It's my favorite (laughs) thing. I love the traditional regular old balloon animal. The pink balloon animal, the, the the balloon animal you can wear on your head or your wrist. This one, this balloon animal artist had like lights that went yeah, in them. Yeah, it was a good artist. I mean, I don't know. It's just that quintessential thing, like like being a kid. I loved balloon animals. So anyway, yes, balloon animals always make me happy. And I also did like the glitter person. I got a Pikachu. All right. I got a Pikachu. I got none of that. I didn't wait in one of those lines. I, I just didn't have time. That's but the best thing. Okay. I wish I had. To, I wish I could do the hair thing and then a caricature. And the only yeah. thing I think would be really fun is a puppet show. Like make your own puppets. <laughs> I thought you meant like people go up and there's a puppet show like a, you know, where they're hitting over the stick or where they punch, old, and, punch Judy. and Judy. Yeah, punch and Judy. No. Where they're like, hey, hey guys, we. <laughs> 
Yeah. No, I just like it, stuff, crafts, stuff that you can do with your hands. Yeah, you know? crafty. Yes, that's definitely you. Uh, let's see. For me, oh, I know. My staff. I love the team that came together to be part of Lashcon. They, at the end of the con, we said thank you to them. And it was a very emotional moment for me because I've never had a real large team. I've may have had a couple people. I've had a lot of vendors and a lot of um, contractors, you know, people you hire to do a job like AV. Love Luis, but he's not my staff. I, he doesn't work for me. This was, I had one team that worked for me last year. Oh, well, I say again, no, everyone else is vendors. Everyone else is AV and video and social media. But I had one person last year, and this year I had nine. So it was a huge expansion. And they were all so sweet, all amazingly professional, always there and watching out for me and taking the ball and running with it. Like they owned it. We did a lot of talking. I tried to train them, I tried to give them everything I could. I, I, at times, I don't feel like I equipped them enough. But overall, it paid in spades, and you guys benefited. The sponsors loved the people that came in. Everyone was amazing. I, I can't. They were something special. It was. And I, that was partially, I'd like to say, oh, it's because I've gotten really good hiring. But I also just think it was a lot of darn good luck. I just, you know, the way that it all played out, the people that came on, I was shocked. We were so, so fortunate. They were better than I expected. They, they were way better. They and were like they better than beyond, we deserved. They'd be, yeah, better than we deserved. I wish I had more time to onboard them and get them fully trained and fully. And they just never complained. I didn't hear one complaint. Now, maybe they did to each other. No one came to me and, and said this is bad. They were all really positive and always problem or solution focused. Like, hey, here's a problem. We'll fix it. Yeah, I just blown away. Really, really blown away. Maybe we should mention everyone. We had yeah. uh, Nicole. Nicole, who helped us with all the sponsors. She was amazing. Chelsea. Chelsea, who was at the registration and helped us with that and welcoming. She was like the sweetest hostess. Kayla. Loved having Kayla, who's our volunteer person. She This was her third year helping us. Actually, I forgot. No, I had two, pe- three people last year. We had Kayla was returning. And she owns it so much. In fact, she's the type of person, like, anyone drops the ball, she jumps right in and picks it up and carries it herself so she was great um another one that was great sophia who came back this is also her second bags are yeah and really just makes that happen in ways that i could never make it happen and is valerie a passionate person valerie who was in charge of making sure you got all your prizes so if anyone got a prize you got to thank valerie Valerie. she was one going in drawing names and doing all that fun stuff well i do want to shout out to sophie sophia's husband because he also he helped us great help on the, the get all that stuff over to the hotel it was amazing i think we're close to next year by the way, for them. So that'll be good. Also, Shandara, who was really kind of like my right-hand person because she was behind the scenes always working on fixing all your... Any issues we had with names, with tickets, with people not getting access to the app, she would help you fix it so your phone would work. And also, it was just generally always there by me. My second, Paul, it's okay. We're going to fix this. We're going to take know. care of it. She was always in my face making sure I knew that everything was under control. Then there was Becca. Becca was like our eyes. I always said eyes in the sky. Her job was to make sure that everything got done, that nothing got missed. She had the master schedule, and she was going over that and just calling things out, saying, hey, do you know this? Do you know that? Oh, Becca. She was awesome. And she saved me with her bag of nuts. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No, seriously, I hadn't eaten anything, and I'm just like, I need something to eat. She's like, here. Yeah. Look, where'd you get this? She's like, I planned ahead. Yeah, she was awesome. And then there was TB who helped us with basically making sure all the breakout rooms are set up and that they had their, 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 all the 
computers were set up and that they were logged in correctly. And that was a very, and also the signage. She would move signage and she also would just solve any problems. If someone was saying this was missing a room, she was there to help find what they needed and took care of it. And there's Kylie. And Kylie. Kylie was also, was our party person. And at first, some of these people when I hired, wasn't sure where I was going to put them. I was like, and when Kylie, I finally, we were talking, Tess and I like, I think Kylie would be great with being like the party person, like in charge of stuff. And it turns out that's her background. She has, does, um, and we call beauty pageants and has all this background with events and also, and she just came and owned it. And she was amazing. Like I know that the Sunday night party would crash and burn if it weren't for Kylie. Cause I was, I was not able to do be there, had other stuff to do. She was there just working out any wrinkles, any issues. And it was amazing. So over the, that, those, that was our key team. Then we also have Megan Kelly who are really still with us all the time. They do my social media as far as reels and they help with our stories and I love having them and they were great. They were, we had some struggles and they overcame them and they did and they found solutions when we had problems and they were just amazing. And so and that's why we're still working with them now because mm-hmm. they're doing our stuff now. And Abby and Abby came on. That's right. Abby kind of came in the last second and she helped. Um, she was like our super flexible person. She just kind of filled in whatever we needed her. And she with a super just easygoing, yeah. depend on me attitude. Yeah, always reliable, always shows up on time. And she also does our stretching in the morning, our mornings with Abby. I think we changed the current name, but I can't remember what it was. But she was great. So yeah, all these people. Plus, then you add in people like Ivy. Actually, I don't think Ivy. I know we had a lot of volunteers. I should say that she bought a ticket, so she was one of those things where she helped. But then we didn't feel make it was right to make her help because she had a ticket, and, and she helped out so much last year. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she should have been. She on volunteered staff. a lot last we year, love so you, this Ivy. year I think. Thank you. So I think she helped some, but not hopefully not too much. We most of our volunteers. We had like forty volunteers who delivered this year. Last year, we had a lot more no-shows and cancellations. This year, we only had a handful of people cancel, thankfully. We vetted a lot harder, and we really emphasized, please, if you come on, you cannot no-show. We need you to be there. And they came through. The volunteers were amazing. Overall, a very friendly, very go-to kind of team. I mean, they literally – volunteers have the hardest. Like At least the team – you know, we've been meeting for weeks, talking about things, going over things. I've been meeting with them one-on-one, kind of showing how we do stuff. Volunteers show up in like five minutes. I mean, we had a pre-meeting where we went over all the job descriptions. We describe everything. And Kayla is very good at making sure and scheduling and all that. But still, in the end, a lot of them are doing things they've never done before. And they just had to kind of walk in and do it. So it was we, great. We need to give a real shout-out to Pat and Steph from Fangirl Society. Oh, yeah. Pat and Steph. Fangirl. We love Pat and Steph. And they are amazing. And they always... Um, just well, there, first off, Pat is the guy who does all the signage, signage, and all the. He came with the colors, or not the colors, but the theme helped us create the look of the LashCon. So he's amazing, and Steph is like there to support him and also provide value and insights and creativity. So both of them together are like a power couple, and they have an amazing thing going, like three salons and a restaurant and all. Sorts and of they stuff. do they do like printing for um, lash and artists company, and stuff. Yeah. They do those cute jean jackets. Yeah, they literally have like eighteen businesses. I think. <laughs> they're amazing we love them and we're so thankful for them and i could go on there i mean there's david who did our video and Luis and his team for av and the hotel was amazing valerie and her team from the hotel overall just an amazing group of people and so much to be thankful for so for me the highlight was all these amazing people delivering and doing amazing work and me just sitting there watching and, and being amazed not because yeah. i was, think they would do bad work but they, they exceeded they what exceeded I had thought they would the do. They went beyond anything I had hoped for. There was the A-plus team. Yeah, it was. It was great. So anything else for you? 
Oh, yes. The, uh, you know what? I thought was so much fun and I did it like, I know most everyone's supposed to only just do it once, but I did it like many, many times. The tea ceremony. Yeah. I absolutely love the tea ceremony and just getting. Which Kylie to, was the one overseeing Yes. That. And getting people to welcome and set their intentions and be hopeful and make a wish for what you wanted to do. And I got a lot of wishes. Yeah. <laughs> it was cheers. great. It was fun. Yeah. It was a nice addition. It was a nice way to try to connect with people right from the get go and get groups of people together to take this little tea ceremony and just wish them well, wish them a good con, get them with positive vibes, as we like to say, and just have a good time there. And you know, and some people met friends there. That live was the first time because some people came alone. Say, hey, you four, you five, let's come together and let's um, do this little ceremony. And Kylie would do it, Tess would do it, other volunteers would do it, and it was really cool. And I think. Um, that's here's to stay. That's a thing that's here to stay. We loved it, and we will do it, or maybe a variation of it. We'll see how next year goes. But I think it's a great way to connect. So if you come to LashCon next year, that's going to be something we hope to have it back, where it's a chance for you to basically connect and um, kick off LashCon in a very fun and playful and hopeful way. So that was great um, for me. Um, the Sunday night party was amazing. I literally just it was like six hundred people showed up. And we had a casino night, and the, and the nightclub was as good as I had hoped. It was cool. It had lasers and smoke and just craziness. People just having fun. Dancing is so much fun. I also really loved the karaoke. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was so silly and so fun. I just, you know, dressing up like disco people. and. Yeah. We Some had disco pe- outfits. I had my Bob Ross look like outfit. That and, was great. And Tuss was, uh, you know, what? Some she, 70s. No, name. I think what's her name from Scooby Doo? You looked like um, Velma. Velma. You looked like Velma. You know, I wished my, my wig was better. It didn't turn out the way I wanted to in my head, but, you know, yeah. it's fun to wear a wig. It was. So that and also sleeping. This is the first con I slept every night. Not a lot, but I slept some. And in the past, I think I slept, I think in 2021, I think I, it was three hours over f- three nights. This year, I slept at least three hours every night. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about some of our worst moments. I just thought these are always fun to know, like behind the scene drama mm. that would be good for people to know. And then I have like four little things. And then not, well, hopefully this won't take too long. So the first one is Friday. We, we were trying a new system. It was kind of cool. We, this year versus the past, people would just show up and we'd just, you'd say your name, we'd go in a box and find a name tag and a badge and give it to you, right? This year we had a digital signage or sign up where you come in, you type your name, it would print your badge. And we were having all sorts of nightmarish problems all uh, Wednesday and Thursday trying to get that darn thing to work. And finally on Thursday, I figured it out. I thought, and again, Shadara and Chelsea were both amazing. They were both helping me with it and just so supportive, encouraging. And we thought we had it all worked out. So Friday morning, I'm like, yeah, we got this done. And we show up and we get down and the first person shows up and it prints. I'm like, yeah, it printed. Awesome. You know, sponsor. Oh, yeah, I think for our staff, all our staff, we printed our badges, printed some volunteers, printed like VIP badge. I'm like, and sponsor badges are being printed and everything's working. And then we get to the standard business ticket badge and it goes, the person types their name and hit print and nothing comes up. It's a big empty badge. Nothing burger. Nothing. I'm like, what? And it took a while, but we basically, and this is where it was so nice. It was Friday was day one. So it was a a small group, about 60, 70 people who had paid to come and and see Janine and, Rihanna and who else? Rihanna. Rihanna and um, Chatterley Chandler. So they come for that early. It's a bonus day. And so 
we it wasn't printing, and probably half the people in this had standard tickets. So I didn't freak out, thank goodness. And this is something that Janine was watching. I didn't know this. This is where people watch you, right? You're behaving, and things aren't working. Janine later came and says, I was watching you because it was stressful. You're not printing tickets for attendees, and that isn't a good thing. As, a, as an event runner myself, I know that that is the, one of the worst nightmares that can happen. That can happen is your badges aren't working, and you have people coming in, and you handled it very well. Now, I was not – I was so stressed. I could tell people could say, Paul, it's okay. It's okay. But I didn't get mad and No, yell. as your they, wife, just knowing how you work, I could tell you were stressed yeah. like on a, a level 10. Yeah, it was level 10. Because, you know, I'm thinking I don't have badges. I may never have badges for the whole weekend. And you're like, how am I going how to How am I going to – am I going to have to hand write 600 whatever it was badges? I had, No, that was 600. It was 450 names, 200 VIP, 450 general admission or standard business. And I'm like, I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if we're, it's going to look horrible. It's going to be a nightmare. And we need codes on the badges to tell us what classes people go to on Saturday and how we're going to verify who goes to what class. What about all the other badges? Well, that, oh, I, those were printed. Yeah. Okay. Four, 450 badges out of 1,000 we're not going to print. Okay. And that's half the people. So that makes it really problematic, and I'm very stressed. So thankfully, we tell everyone, don't worry about it. Just go to the class right now. We're just doing the honor system, assuming that people aren't coming early anyways on Friday for something they didn't pay for. So we just trust that everyone's coming to has a ticket so they go ahead and they do the class and then me and Shadara spend two hours fixing the problem or maybe three hours it was a long time we had to go into each individual ticket and update it correctly because i put the wrong code in and we you know it's boring how to fix it we fixed it got done and that was whew. okay next big problem hotel chairs on sunday morning <laughs> <laughs> the chair. The chair into that. Okay, so on Sunday morning, we need 700 chairs in that room. We knew, or 750. We knew that we couldn't do 1,000, so that's why we had created two tickets. Some of the sponsors um, had bought, had two types of tickets, some that allowed them in the main room, some that did not. And we also told speakers and volunteers, wait till everyone's seated, and then if there's room, we'll let you seat afterwards. Just to save, because the people bought tickets, we wanted them to have first dibs on seats. Well, the room... Is, full, is not fully set up on Sunday morning. And I was told, don't worry about it. They're going to set it up while you're working on the pre-program practicing. So that's fine. And we get around, set, around what time we started. We started at 8.51. So I think it's 8 or a little before, no, 7.30-ish. I'm like, okay, guys, I need chairs set up. And the guys, don't worry, we'll get covered. Then 8.10 comes, no chairs are out. We only have maybe 500 seats out. And I'm like, we need the rest of those chairs set up. And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then nothing. 8.30 comes, and now I'm mad. Now I'm like, well, we're supposed to open doors already to let people in at 8.30. We haven't opened doors because we're waiting for the chairs. And no one, no one is seeming to care of the hotel for some reason. Everyone took their lunch break at 8.30 in the morning. And I remember going in. This is my worst moment. Mm. I go into the back room where the kitchen is, and I literally scream, I need help. Someone, someone please help me. I need 100, 200 chairs moved ASAP. Our doors need to open. I need help. Please, someone help me. I'm like, I'm literally pleading. Sound like a baby. I'm not crying, but I'm mad and insisting, please, someone help. And unfortunately, everyone in the kitchen just looks at me and goes, pretty much for their body language, they're saying, are you done? Because I have other things to do. 
So I walk out of the room and I'm like, I, I no one cared. Not one person cared because that's not their department. Not their job. job is to make not my job get food ready, not to move chairs around. So I basically start cleaning the area. I move all these tables. There are some tables left out. I put them away. I just start throwing them in the kitchen area because I, I don't know what else to do. And finally, someone shows up and they say, we'll start moving chairs. And then at that point, I said, we have to open doors because if we wait any longer, no one's going to get – we're going to be op- – it's going to take 10, 20 minutes to get everyone in. So we open the doors. People start walking in. Now I'm nervous because big, heavy chairs are being moved in at the same time people are walking by. Accidents can happen, and that's what I'm nervous about. But thankfully, nothing happened. And then, to my <laughs> utter surprise, turns out that not all 750 people showed up for the first session. We got about 600 something, and that's because people decided to watch it online. <laughs> people were like, "Oh, just watch it on my phone," or I'll just sit out and enjoy hanging out with people in the vendor area. Like everyone, there was no rush to get into the session. People were more interested in socializing, eating, meeting each other, watching online, and so we had six hundred, I think, to start, and it, it worked out. So, what's the takeaway? Well, the takeaway is don't stress about things. <laughs> I, I mean, well, a few. We're, one, we're not going to be streaming next year. That's a big update. Mm. We're going to still record everything and play. After the event, but I'm not going to put the stream live. Not, I don't want to take away from the main event. It's unfair for our speakers when they walk out of the room expecting 700-plus people and it's not quite full. I felt bad about that. And also, we're not going to have – we're, we're going to change the hours for our vendors. One, because they were working 10-hour days, which is insane for anyone who works at trade show. That's way too long. So we're going to cut our hours and not have the trade show compete with at least the main session. They will compete with the breakout sessions, but that's okay. I mean, that's what's it's, it's freedom of choice to create – as we're call, talk, talking about next year, create your own con. Well, I have a takeaway from the yeah. experience you had when you're freaking out. Yeah. And oh, that's you, true. you're pleading for help and everyone looks at you like, Nuts. I don't know what your problem is. It's an encouragement for those of you who have leadership in your bones or aspire to leadership. Because that wasn't leadership. To serve other people. When you see somebody who is in distress that you can help, whether or not you have any idea where chairs are, maybe all that person needs is some reassurance. I can tell that you're upset. Let's see what we can do to help you. You see a child stressed out. Are you going to just, with that's out, doesn't have a guardian or a parent nearby? Do you look at that and say, that's not my problem? And I was a child in distress. (laughs) Right? Well, I remember a likewise scenario. One day, our receptionist stepped out. And usually we have a system for that, that there would always be somebody. For this, this one day, there wasn't anybody. And the client came in and was walking throughout the salon going, hello, hello. And she made eye contact with one of the Stylist, lash artists yeah. and looked directly at her and said, hello. And she, this lash artist just put her head down and kept working. And the client complained about that, and, and rightfully so. Yeah. And we talked to the lash artist, and she says, well, it wasn't my problem. It wasn't my client. And at that point, like, I used to think this is common sense. If somebody's looking for help, you know, you need to help them. But we hadn't told her, you know, it is your responsibility. If somebody's looking to you, even when you're doing something else, it's your responsibility to greet them. So anyway, I guess my point or encouragement is if you see somebody in need, you have the ability, you know, you have, you can have the gift of comfort. You can be kind and helpful. And that's why I didn't get any of that. And I did complain to the hotel about that. I said, look, I don't understand. It. Maybe the, the chef is not job is not to go out and start moving chairs, but they could tell me where to go. 
or they could call someone and say, Hey, we need help here. Someone's in trouble. They didn't do any of that. They just ignored me. And that was, that was, what's painful about it. And for me, I realized yelling doesn't get things done. I know for some people, they, man, they love it. There's people out there that are yellers, screamers. I know that I don't scream and yell. This is my weak moment where I did do that. And I, I regret it. And I wish I didn't. Can you um, reenact this for me? I was screaming like I need help. Can you reenact this right now? No. I was happy like that. I was like, like, yes, that? I was screaming. I was angry and sad at the same time. <laughs> it was not a good moment for me. And I realized it wasn't winning anyone over either. There was no one like, oh, there's a man that seems to be a leader. <laughs> no, it's like, man, what's that guy's problem? He's like freaking out. You know, freaking out doesn't get things done. It may scare people if they if you have, it is scary. If you have a direct authority over someone. Like if I if freaked somebody freaks out, out, I get scared. Yeah, so that is something that I, I realize I just take that out of the tool belt. Don't do that. Don't yell, scream. Even if it worked, it's not the right way to get things done. There are better ways. Go in. You can talk to people. You can, stern, you know, you can talk sternly. You can say, look, I need this done now. I think it's abusive when people yell. Yeah, it is. It's Absolutely. Demeaning. Two more quickies. The other thing was Sunday night. We had an incident just like an hour before the event where the venue came to us. Oh, by the way, I know you have six, seven, eight hundred people coming. Only 300 people can come in this room. <laughs> I'm like, what? One hour before the event. I'm like, wait, when did this get decided? And they go, well, the fire marshal says this room can't handle more than 300. I'm like, I need to talk to the fire marshal because we had to hire someone because we had to turn off the, the smoke, the fire alarms because they had smoke in the dance room. And when you do that, it sets off alarms. So no fire alarms. So you have a fire department Which guy we there. Hired. Like, so we hire and pay for that. And so he's there. I go up and talk to him. And he was like, uh, no, it's okay. We'll, we'll work with you. But didn't you say to her, uh, wait, you needed to tell me if there was a problem when we signed on the dotted oh, line. Oh, yeah. When we paid for this and you agreed to this number that we were going to have, originally it was 500. And I said, well, it'll be 600. And then I was like, could be six to eight hundred. Thankfully, it ended up only being six hundred because a lot of people were like, "I don't want to do four nights of parties. I'll skip it." So we had about you know two thirds of the people show up, and it was great. But she dropped that one hour before the event. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Just tell people like, "I know you paid to be here tonight. I know I sold tickets. Gonna, based you sold on tickets. This. You're all going to sit outside and wait till people are done gambling, and then you can come so in." So what did you do? I talked to her. Well, first I said, I need to talk to the fire marshal. And this is where I, I did handle it right. I didn't freak out and get mad. I just went to the horse's mouth and said, explain to me what's going on. Because she told me I can only have 300. He goes, no, 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 that's not exactly right. I just want you to be aware that this room has a limit. And I said, well, the room, if I look on the thing, it says maximum occupancy. I think it's 600, actually, mm-hmm. or maybe 650. And he says, well, with all the gambling, I just thought that this room might not be able to handle all that. So, so you're telling me. You're just going to monitor it. He says, yes. If the room gets to the point where it feels too full, I will tell the security to stop accepting people. Which is fine. Which is fine. Because I'm like, the room between the lobby where the bar is, the outdoor area, and the main room, that could easily hold 700 plus people. And and I know we're not going to have everyone in that room. You know, just devil's advocate. Do you think that that's perhaps what she was trying to convey to you? No, she was... Very poor communication, I'll just say. It's one of the reasons why we didn't want to go back there. Beautiful location, yeah, however. Yeah, amazing location. Just, you know, it's like when you, you can tell somebody doesn't care. Yeah. It's like you don't want to do business with no, that, right? It's, it's hard, especially when you're spending a lot of money. I think we spent almost 50 grand on that party. And so or, you know, we did for sure, actually a little over that. And when someone's there and you're like, man, I really need you to help me because I'm spending a lot of money on this event. 
and there's a lot of people counting on me to provide a great event. And you're right now telling me I may have to make this a subpar event. That was painful. But it worked out. Turned out not to be an issue. The fire department guy was super cool and worked out. And then the last thing was Tuesday, Wednesday, clean up. It about killed me. I'm going to have a cleanup crew next year. I, I literally, after we get done working and not sleeping for you know four days, then Tuesday, Wednesday comes. And Tusk got sick and had to stay in bed for two straight days. We had days. to stay like two little. An we extra had day. No energy. There was nothing left in the tank. It's like you know on Survivor when the mind is willing but the body is weak. Yeah. You know, and yeah. you just have nothing left. There was that nothing was left. us. So that's actually my takeaway: is that I want to go into the next slash con uh, rejuvenated and rested and and yeah. ready to be able to be. Uh, depleted, I should say. Yeah, no, and just pace yourself a little yeah, bit you better. Can't go in. We went to every party and we went to everything and tried to support everyone. We want to be at everything, and I think we overdid it a little bit. Yeah, and so that's why this next year, 2023, is going to be a little bit different. Yeah, because we also understood from that that takeaway for us is that not everybody is built the same way. Not everybody wants to go to amazing parties. So I hope you don't hear that we're cutting parties because we're not. No. We are absolutely not doing anything. But what we are doing is we're going to be op- uh, providing more opportunities for people who don't want to go to parties. Yeah. So if you are more of the quiet person who'd rather be in small circles where it's kind of quiet, we're going to provide a lot of opportunities for that. We're going to try to do our best to create more opportunities, more connecting points like we right now we are looking into adding a lounge for 2023 it'll be literally a coffee setup like a lounge with couches chairs tables where you can sit around with people and chat with friends and it, like if you're in a session like hey you know what why don't we go to the lounge and, and have a cup of coffee and talk and um, we might even add in some fun other little fun little mixers or maybe i, I was thinking we might have some speaker yeah. Kind of like Socrates where the speaker will be in the lounge in the speaker lounge and you can sit down and you can ask questions with the speaker. We're going to look at for all sorts of different ways to mix it up to create more connecting points. So it's not just massive parties. We're also thinking like maybe you do a movie night where so if you don't want to go to that party, you can just go there and have a, you know, watch a movie and afterwards go and hang out. Plus, we are in a much bigger hotel. I mean, the hotel is in – we'll say this. I think all this information is out there now. But in case you haven't heard, we're going to be in Anaheim, 10-minute walk from Disneyland. Woohoo! Super excited. October 14th through the 16th. And this year, it is literally three times the size of Lashcon. The hotel has 1,500 rooms. It has two giant halls that we're using. Both these halls – would fit two of our hall. Okay, if we took the hall that we had at Lashcon in Pasadena, take that hall and double it at least, and it's still not as big as one of the halls at the at the new location. Mm. It's it's crazy. This hall, just to give you a better idea of how many. Okay, the hall we, we had could seat seven fifty. The new hall, if we were to fill it up fully, is eight twenty eight hundred people could fit in it, sitting theater style. Pretty cool. And we're not going to need 2800 for this first year, so we're going to definitely break it up a little bit more and not do that. But we will have enough space to seat probably about 1500 1600 this year. We'll see if we get that many people to come to LashCon. That's our hope. We'd love to see anywhere from 12, 13, 14, 1500 people. If we double in size, we will. That'd be awesome. So there'll be a lot more space. Um, and also, we have a much bigger space for vendors. One of the things that we had um, people concerns about was like, well, the vendor area was really tight, really crowded. The hall was cramped, and I was it was hard. Good news, we now have a giant space where all the booths are the same size. I mean, they're eight by ten. Right now, we look at some sponsors will get two booths. Like the Diamond will definitely get two booths, so they'll be eight by twenties. Lots of room to set up. It'll be more like IBS 
or premiere where you go to these big trade shows and you have aisles and you'll go down and you'll have all these cool places to inve- you know, investigate and see. It won't be this nook and cranny thing that we had where you're walking around and, oh, wow, I didn't see you there. You're like hiding behind that corner. So everything will be very open. It'll be much more airy, a lot more space. And it will also will lock it off. So the sponsors won't be working 10-hour days. We're going to have probably six-hour shifts. So the, like on Saturday, we'll do a preview night which everyone will get in on that. Like last year, people love that. Then Sunday, we'll probably open at noon and go to 6. And then on Monday, we'll open at 8 and go to 1. So the main session is best left alone. And that even the sponsors can all go to – and, by the way, sponsors, just one ticket. We're going to have you two tickets, which confused the heck out of everyone. Oh, that, and all was, that. that was painful. That was very painful. So we're just going to have one ticket, really make it a lot easier. Um, one thing that was interesting, some people had made comments, and we're, this is going to be more me giving feedback on some of the, the feedback we got. So these are helping us to improve, upgrade LashCon, and I thought I would share some of these things. So some people had mentioned, oh, the VIP ticket had been devalued this mm-hmm. year. That was painful because the only thing, and I promise you, this is the only thing that was less than last year, than 2021. We didn't have tables in the main session for the VIP, and I did not know absolutely how much – People love having that table. One person said they upgrade just so they can have the table. They just want to have a place so they can put their drink. They can put their notes. They can put everything. They're back. They just feel it's, it's like they can set up shop. Luxury. It's luxury. It is luxury. And us taking that away was a huge thing. Now, that wasn't taken away intentionally. We took it away because we knew we had to fit 750 people. If we had the tables. We could only fit about 500 or 550 in. And now we didn't know, again, that not everyone would show up and that people would be on the room watching online and do other things. But we had to be ready to take 750 in the room. But that's going to happen. Not going to happen because this space is so much bigger. You're going to have a table. You'll have a table. We promise you. Other than that, we're going to add some more little goodies. We're going to have your own private check-in at the registration desk. We're going to add a second se- a bonus session where you get to meet with one of the speakers. And so you can have that more of a Q&A or maybe a little presentation from the speaker. We're going to add, try to keep adding more value because we take that seriously. When you say you didn't feel like there was value, I'm like, holy mackerel. Then I got to step it up and we're going to do that. So we're going to find ways to add more value. Also, another thing that was really painful, and this is an area where we, we can grow, is the swag bags were not all equal value. What do you mean they weren't equal value? They were equal value, but they weren't equal items. Perception was that they weren't equal value. Now, maybe they were. Like, we worked hard to try to make sure all the bags had the same value. But there was – some people said, look, I, I looked at my bag, looked at my friend's bag, and I felt like their bag had a lot more value. I mean, they had more expensive items in it. So were you calculating the value – based upon the manufacturer's value? Yeah. We have a system. Maybe it's flawed. Maybe we have to work, go back and work on some more. Next year, the VIP bag. Well, also, I don't know. Some people might have been looking at VIP bag versus a regular bag because VIP bags were more valuable. But that was intentional. That's a VIP bag. So next year, we're going to really work hard to try to make sure all bags are equal value. Now, the standard ticket won't get as much because the event is growing. And as the event gets up to, if let's say we have um, 700 tickets for the standard ticket, I can't be asking every sponsor to give me a thousand items. It just they can't do that. A lot of these are small companies, and they can't afford get, asking for two, three hundred items is a lot to ask them. So, VIP will get everything in their bag, but the standard ticket will still be very cool. You'll still get some cool stuff. But I'm pretty certain, unless sponsors surprise me, I'm pretty sure we're going to have a, a little smaller bag than last year. And that's just one of the things we have to do as we scale. As it gets bigger, 
if we ever got to 2,000 people, I can't imagine trying to do you know 1,600 swag bags at the size and scale that we're at. I would love that, but I don't know if that's feasible. So I just want to give people one heads up. That might be something to be aware of that might change. The bags will still have value. I still imagine it'll be somewhere between $300 and $500 in value, but they may not be like $1,000 value like I think they were this year. And that's just the growing pain, right? It's part of life as we do. I don't know any other conference that like IBS. They don't give you a bag worth 1,000 goods. You get... If any, get nothing. And when we went to Cosmoprof, we get a little bag with like one or two goodies in it. You know, that's the norm. I think it was Cosmoprof. No, the v- we went to the VIP reception or whatever thing. They gave us a little goodie bag. I remember when we walked out. Yeah, at the award show. When they went, we oh, like, that's different. That's Naha. That was Naha, but at the end of it, they gave you all a little swag bag, and it was just like two or three items in the swag bag. It wasn't because, again, there was like hundreds of people there, if not a thousand plus people, and so they give a swag bag, and it's very, let's, let's just like two products. I think no, were, you're incorrect. I was, it was a bigger bag. We're talking about Naha, the hairdresser, the hairdresser award. It was not, it yes, was, it was not a thousand dollars a product. All I'm saying is, I saw that bag and I went, that's doable. Yeah, it was not a hundred products in there. Like, no. That's you right. Know, it was it not was 100 not. products. No, don't tell me now that they gave us 100 products. I, but you're saying you said it was two products. Okay, no, it well, wasn't two. two products. All right. Maybe it was 10. But all I'm saying is that I knew that that's probably more what we could do if we ever got up to 2,000, 3,000 people one day. I don't even know if we'll get there. We'll see where the ceiling is. I, I used to think the ceiling was like 400 people. <laughs> so the fact that we're at 1,000 now we're heading towards 1,500 to 2,000. I, who knows where the sky is? It's, it's, the limit is unknown. So anyhow, so that said, um, another thing that we had confusion over were the different add-on classes. People were frustrated that some VIPs, people were like, why don't we get tickets for Saturday and Friday morning so, or Friday day and Saturday morning classes? I'm like, because those are add-ons because I wanted anyone to be able to get. So if you bought a VIP, you could add it on. Standard t- ticket could add on. So next year, we're probably going to try to simplify things and just have the, um, the Lash Lab will still be around for sure. We're, in fact, we're going to expand that, have more tickets. And by the way, just a heads up for those of you, because I saw some complaints on this. Why, why did I only find out about this the day before the event or the day of the event? Why couldn't I buy a class on that day? Because they were sold out. Those ticket sales were up from April. I mean, it wasn't like this was a new add-on. Like we just created the Lash Lab like two days before the event and, and only gave it to our friends. We were selling those tickets for like eight months or seven months, whatever it was. But that said, this year, we will have a free... I don't know what we'll call it, a Q&A session. So if you come, let's say you don't get one of the Lash Labs classes, we're still going to have another session where you can at least come and do a Q&A or maybe a panel, something that's kind of like the freebie so that you, there's overflow. So when you do show up last second and you forgot to buy your ticket, let's say, don't worry, there'll still be something for you to do. You don't just have to sit around and go, I wish I bought my Lash Lab class. Don't worry, we're going to have something maybe that won't be a, like a technique class, but it'll be something very useful. All right, let's see. Let me go down my list. I, I, there's so many things, and I, I realize I can't go to them all. We're at an hour here. We'll try to just hit some of the big ones. Oh, I know, like, some people were confused. Like, my brand lashes had a party on Friday night that was added really like a month before the event. That had nothing to do with us, and that's why it wasn't included in the LashCon ticket. So, some people are like, well, why didn't I get to go? For, I had to pay extra for Friday because that was really their event separate. They came the to us. A private said, event that they booked apart and paid from for, us. did everything. Because when they came to me with the idea, I said, I don't have time to do another party. And so we will decide now next year, 2023, that might change. We don't know for sure, but that's something that we're working on. So what else? Oh, also people, this happens every year. People are like, I came to Ashcon and I didn't see any classes on technique. 
I just it was all business. Well, that's because it, it, it's. I know it's ironic, but it's called the Lash Conference, but it's a business conference for Lash artists. So it's so when people say that, I'm like, I guess I need to do better job at marketing LashCon. Like, I, obviously they missed it. I, I try to put it everywhere, and I try to explain it. It's a business conference, but I know when you see the name, you probably like, oh, Lash Conference. I'll learn about lashes, and you do during Lash Lab on Saturday morning. But that said, there were some people saying they wish there were a technique, which leads me to maybe a possible upgrade we're considering. We want to get back to tracks. In 2019, we had very distinct tracks. We had a salon owner track. We had a, I think it was a solo track and a marketing track. We had three tracks. Um, this year, we had five breakout rooms. Or, and so we had almost, we could have had five tracks. So next year, we will have either four or five breakout rooms. We're not sure how many. And if we do, we may have tracks again. Like we may break it down. So maybe, I'm not promising, we're maybe... Technique could be one. Or maybe we'll throw in a few technique classes because it does seem like a lot of people would love to see that. So, I think that we should. Maybe it won't be a whole track. Maybe we'll just throw in a couple classes here and there. Just for those of you who want to see or hear a new technique, it's worth now. I mean, the reason why back in 2019 when we first started, we didn't do that is we wanted to be different. Everyone else was doing technique, and we were like the first to say, no, 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 no technique here, all business. And what's funny now, if you look at lineups and what people are talking about, there are conferences now that have no technique, and it's all business. So the business is taken over because it's a lot easier to teach that in a classroom. Technique, you often want to be doing one-on-one trainings or you know, like with lash artist trainings. But demos do work, and so we will – and because the Lash Lab was such a huge hit, people loved it, we're thinking now we might add that. So we'll see. And if you like that, let me know. I mean, DM us or email me and say, oh, my gosh, that would be awesome. I love that. Or if you have a certain person you'd like to see, teach a technique, let me know because we're open always to that. And I'll just put this out there now as a thing. Right now, Ray, you can sign up to be – or apply, I should say, to be a speaker. If you go to Instagram, either one of our pages at LashCast or, Lashcast or the Lash Conference – you can right now apply to be a speaker and you can share your technique. If you have something you want to teach, a new idea, a new way of doing lashes, you can put it all in there. Let us know. We usually maybe only grab one or two speakers from that application process because we have so many other speakers that we know, we vet, we talk to, we, you know, we go to conferences just to meet and see people. And last year, I think two of our speakers we saw at other conferences and we invited them to speak at LashCon. And so the same thing. And in fact, some of the speakers coming in 2023 were people we saw in 2022 and we said, Hey, we'd like to have you come and speak this year. So it, it, these things vary greatly, but we still will try our best to pull one or two out of that. Cause I, I think it's great that, Maybe someone I've never heard of may show up and, and blow us away with something pretty impressive. So so look in the show notes. I'll put that in the show notes too. And if you don't see it there, go to Instagram and you can find a link there. I thought my most entertaining comment was someone said, I love the Lash competition, which I was like, what? Did someone have a side gig pulling the Lash competition? No, no. While we're you there? know, I've been thinking about this and I think what that person meant is the Lashies. Oh, okay. It was a competition. It was. Well, it's sort well, of. Kind not of. kind of. Not really a competition. It's award ceremony. It's award ceremony, but we don't like, no one, and people write ser- essays, but it's not like competition where you're doing lashes. I just think lash competition, I go, oh, there's people doing lashes and judges and all that stuff. It wasn't like that. And by the way, one day we might do that too. Tush is like, no, nah, we're not going to. I don't know. We were thinking about one day. I keep thinking as lash con keeps growing, we might keep adding it's more. 
uh, circles. Let us know. To, to, Would you like you know, a mosh competition? Would you like to circus. participate in one? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it'd be fun. I just, just one more thing to add to Oray was a massive undertaking. Lashcon is just, just ginormous. So one of the things that were, it was interesting to see some people say, "Hey, we, I wish we had more classes." And then the same, the next email will be like, "I wish there were less classes." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or the plenary sessions weren't long enough, and that no, they were too long. You know, and plenary. By the way, we're not going to use the word plenary ever again. We're going to call them our general session or main sessions okay. because no one knows what a plenary session is. Who says plenary? <laughs> it's like a nerdy word to use for like, I guess, conference goers who love conferences. You know, but otherwise, you have no idea. Also, some people were like, "Oh, why didn't you feed us lunch and dinner, guys? We had a thousand people." I, I can't feed you all. Sorry. I the wish I could. tickets would be so expensive. And, yeah. I mean, just give me an idea. Breakfast for next year, if we feed 1,000 people, is like $75,000 for two days. Okay? That's how much breakfast is. And that's not a full sit-down breakfast. That's a little continental breakfast with fruit and pastries and all that. So with that being our budget, if I were to do a sit-down dinner, it would be for 1,000 people or say it's, let's say 1,400 people. It would be literally – it's like – $50, $40, a head for breakfast and a little bit more for lunch. And dinner, just forget about it. It'd be like $60 plus a head. And we would spend, it would cost me over a million dollars to feed everyone. <laughs> it's like. Which means the tickets would be. Yo, really the tickets high. would be insane. It'd be like, okay, do you want to pay $300,000? By the way, there are PMU conferences I see where tickets are two to $3,000. I don't know how to get anyone to buy that, but they do. And those conferences, I think, do include lunch and dinner. But I, I just can't do that. I like our price point. I think for what we're doing, it's six right now. What, you know, when we sold in December, it was uh, six forty-seven and nine ninety-seven for the VIP. And that's for under, how many days? For three days with possibly four nights of parties, three nights of parties, plus all the socials, plus breakfast in the morning, plus all the speakers. And an amazing trade show. Where, swag bag. And swag bag that, you know, all the things that we do. Um, it's a bargain. Instagram room. This next year, we're going to have the lounge and we're going to have extra activities for you to do outside of just the main party so that you don't have to feel like you have to party only. You can do other things there. I mean, we're going to continue to grow this and evolve it so that it's really serving you guys. So, yeah, it's just good value. I said it was a bargain, but it can be a, a sacrifice. You know? I mean, most conferences I know are 500 to to $1,000 or sometimes even more. And they'll give you one day or maybe a day and a half and a very small trade show. And, you know, they just don't do the same things. They're not doing it. We were smaller back in 2019. Maybe they will get there at some point and be doing that too. But if you were comparing apples to apples right now, I feel like our event per dollar gives you the most value. You have more more information, more speakers, more high-end level stuff stuff too because we bring in some national speakers who speak on business and and marketing. And these are big names who, you know, basically speak on big stages all over the world. Yeah, and they're published at books. So those guys don't come cheap, by the way. Those speakers we do have to pay because – they don't speak for free. I mean, their fees are insane. The guys we really want cost. Here's the thing: people, people that don't know can't talk. All of a sudden, like Gary V is two hundred fifty thousand minimum, maybe a half million now. To have him come speak. Like anybody from Shark Tank. Shark Tank actually, Shark Tank got people. Uh, I think some of them are un- a little under a hundred, but they're like eighty or ninety thousand, which is still insane. I can't pay eighty ninety thousand. You know. What about Adam I, Grant. Adam Grant, who we love, probably most people don't know who he is, but he's an amazing, has a great podcast. He's, I think he's 250, 250K. Simon Sinek. He's at least 250, if not 500K. What about 
Seth Godin. Seth Godin? I don't even know what Seth Godin is. I bet you he's, it's again, like at least, at least. I mean, these people don't, I think they're in the point of the career where they really don't want to speak unless they get paid a lot of money. Like, you know what? I'll speak once or twice a year and make a half million dollars doing it. Because truth is, traveling's a pain in the butt. And tra- all that stuff. I mean, you and me love it, but some of these people, they've been traveling for 20 years now. So they're like, you know what? I used to speak for free back when I was like 29, but now that I'm 59 and I don't want to travel and leave my family, you know, you got to pay me a ton of money to get me out of there. We wanted to get Donald Miller back in 2020. And Donald Miller was $200,000. And then instead we did get someone else from their team, which was a lot cheaper, but I you know the information is still the same. So it worked great. And so there are alternatives that we can do. And that's what we try to find people who are still leading edge thinkers, but maybe aren't costing us a half million dollars. So a, a couple of quick things in review, and then we'll try to wrap this up. The re- dates are October 14th through 16th. It is a business conference. That is for sure, but we may be adding some new features. Um, we definitely want to bring in some new activities for you. So those of you who felt left out or felt like there was nothing for you to do at certain points, like on Saturday, I'm looking like we may even try to find things like when, during a VIP party. Well, maybe there could still be a time for a meet and greet for last rise. We're going to play with ideas so that there's always something to do or just go to lounge. Lounge hopefully will be open and you can go hang out at the lounge while the VIP cocktail party is going on. So there's things for you to do. Um, there's an Instagram room. We have some other upgrades we're working on that are going to be super cool if we can pull it together if the budget will allow. Lash Sponge will be back for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if our daughter will be Lash Sponge. Maybe we'll just get her uh, get Grant to be <laughs> Last sponge, or maybe I'll. I actually want to be last sponge at one point. I think you're needed other places. I'm needed other places. We won't be streaming, but we will videotape it, and you will have a chance to watch the replay. It will be two months for the standard ticket holder and four months for the VIP ticket holder. So there will be definitely videos to watch. Bigger trade show, a lot more space. Um, Also, I'm really excited to say our ticket price or our room price is going to be down $169 a night instead of $169 or $189. So $20 less. And we have more rooms, one location. You don't have to go a mile away. The hotel is huge. And by the way, if you guys buy your hotel room or book your rooms early, I probably can get expanded our room block because the room block is only so big. And if you don't get in that room block, you may have to pay more. But if you all sign up right away and get your rooms in March and April and reserve your space, I might be able to expand that so more people can get in the hotel. And there's tons of food. There is a giant restaurant, a much, there's a huge lounge. We had a tiny bar area with like eight chairs. That was our bar this last year. And that was, it was fine. But now we have this giant lounge. It's a public lounge, like everything, but it's big. You can bring your team. You can hang out in the lounge. There's bar food. And there's a 180-seat restaurant, huge restaurant, four fast food options, a pizza place, hamburger place, Mexican food, and a sandwich place, I think. Oh, and don't forget about Starbucks. And there's a Starbucks in-house. And there was also a right across the way. So that's in our hotel. So a lot more food options. Crossways of Marriott, live two-minute walk across the way. They have a nice big restaurant, and they have a pizza place and another Starbucks or cafe. So right there in that little location, you have like five or six places to go. And then if you want, really want – we're right in Anaheim. So there's restaurants everywhere. So you can take a quick Uber ride walk. or walk to a local restaurant and you can get some food. And there's so many more food options than we had. So that was another big concern. People had like, oh, I couldn't eat food. It was really hard. I had to go without food. We are going to have more options for you where you can get your food and eat. And that will be better. Because one of the reasons why we don't provide lunch is we thought about selling sandwiches for you guys. <laughs> 
And they told us it was going to be 40 bucks a sandwich. For what? A sandwich? An apple an and apple, a drink. A bag of chips and, and a, a cookie. Drink. Yeah, a cookie. Yeah, something like that. And I was like, no one's going to pay $40 for that. No, it's a ripoff. And it's, uh, we, we can't nix that idea because I couldn't even like mark it up. Like A lot of times like you, you do something like, oh, they'll charge us 20 and we'll charge 30 for it. So we make a little profit on it. That was like, no, no, well, that'll just be a wash. And then I said, no, nah, we're not going to do it. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Also, we're doing... Oh, I know. We're going to be hopefully adding some really cool sponsor upgrades, more demos for sure. Lots of people wanted more demos. The demos were very popular, so that will be back for sure. A larger Instagram room, um, larger, more seating for the main room, and we're looking for ways to get you connected with each other more. It's more of those type of opportunities, so tons of that type of stuff. And our pricing, by the way, for next year, we were playing with our prices are basically the, almost maybe a slightly more but not like crazy more, not like $100 more. I think $997 and $647 was our low price last year, if I remember right. That's what we, we did back in December. And now we'll go up a little bit in March, but it's not going to be $200 more. Even with all the rising costs, I'm hoping to make up the money by volume. Because we had so much love from you guys, so much good feedback, I believe we will sell more tickets this year than we have ever. And that will allow us to keep the prices lower. So bring your friends Bring your family, bring anyone with you. If we sell enough tickets, we can keep the prices where they're at. If we don't, if we just sell, like instead of sale, let's say we sell 700 instead of 650. Then we'll have to raise the price. Next year, we may have to raise them up a little bit more just so we can continue to keep up with the budget because this place costs a lot more. This hotel is not cheap. It's amazing. And I think you're going to appreciate the upgrades. You're going to love the new space. It's going to be amazing. But it does come with a price tag. And so we need to really take care of that. So we're hoping... Volume will be the way. So, yeah, bring your friends. By the way, no one, everyone loves it. It's, it's literally like it's a homecoming. I hear people, it was Disneyland for a last artist. I heard people say it's like homecoming. It feels like it's a reunion. People love the fact they get to meet all the favorite last artists that they've always followed and want to meet with. And this year, I think we're going to see even more people, big names come just to be at the event. In the old days, a lot of big names, people, well, I'll only come if you let me speak. Now I'm people are like, I'll just be there because. It's cool to be there. I want to meet people. I can't have every year everyone be a speaker. I can't. I can't. And one of the magic things about LashCon is every year it's a different lineup. So we kind of establish that. We want to keep it, mix it up, be different. If you're not invited back, it's not because we don't love you. It's because we want new speakers. And then we'll bring back some people back three years later. Like I know we did bring Mike and Shauna. They were in 2019. They came back last year. They won't be back next year. Mike and Shauna, if you're listening, love you, but we're not going to bring you back every year. So we mix it up and that's how we do it. And so next year we will have a exciting lineup and we'll be announcing that hopefully around the time we launch tickets. So, all right. Went really long, but we want to... Maybe we could break it up in two. Nah, we're going to keep this as one. Maybe make it go really fast. Yeah, we'll speed it up. Because <laughs> Tuss is looking at me like, I'm done. Can you please? I got to take a break. I have to go to the bathroom. But anyhow, guys, we wanted to just unpack LashCon and just give you the good, the bad, the ugly, things we learn, things we improve, and know that your feedback is well taken, and we really work hard to implement those into changes. And hopefully, this is a little preview of what you're going to get. We'll do a much more in-depth episode where we only focus on the upgrades and the exciting new things probably just before LashCon tickets go on sale. So you can look for that. Otherwise, guys, thanks for hanging out with us today. We're good? You yeah, we're good. We're good. Tusk is good. We're done. All right, guys. That's a wrap, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at LashCast and at the Lash Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. On behalf of my Lash Biscuit, Tusney, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. 
keep on lashing. And remember, you have a friend in the lash industry.